In the midst of a historic Supreme Court case, Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, we're going to discuss an article written by our good friend Vincent Williams over at Critic at XL. And in his article titled, Feminism is Leading Women Towards the Wrong D-Word, we're going to discuss the backdrop, nuances, and intricacies of what's going on with women in today's society, why they're so outraged about this particular case, and then that's going to lead us into why men today don't seem to want to get married or have kids and we're seeing this more and more we're going to discuss that and then in our third and final segment we're going to discuss chris cuomo over at cnn well no longer over at cnn he was just fired and how tucker carlson's sentiments towards that firing in some way echo our own sentiments towards chris cuomo and his particular current situation Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Uh, great episode in store for you guys today. A fun episode. Lots of different things to talk about. Um... And it's it's interesting because all of these things they're current. Um, well, the two main things that we're talking about the the Supreme Court case and what's going on with uh, Chris Cuomo right now in the midst of him being fired for for CNN, but also the the take that we have on it because obviously this is you know that's the reason that people tune in is because you get a take and a perspective that you don't normally get from you're definitely not going to get it from the mainstream media and you'd be hard pressed to even get it from alternative sources um i was enthralled by this article that vince wrote uh it was it was great i think it's some of his best work we haven't had him on the show for a while vince i know he listens to the show if you're listening Great job on this this article. Um, Amazing job. Uh, which, let me reread the title of it, is Feminism is Leading Women Towards the Wrong D-Word. Uh, and it's uh, over at uh, critic at extralarge.com. You could read it. Everyone has to go read uh, that article. Now, really now good. what's interesting about, about Vince is like last week, I don't know if you saw his article, he he covered what we covered. Like I mean, obviously he didn't like copy us. We didn't copy him. It just so happened to be that we both covered Seth Rogen. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Yeah, I did it, notice it, that it, it was interesting, <laughs> and I really liked his take on that. And you know, his whole take on you know Seth Rogen is trying to be safe and and trying to yeah. appeal to China and and just do everything he can to 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 sell out to like the woke mob to sign or, or whatever it's to be on the show uh, soon. <laughs> uh but then with this particular article uh obviously a lot of people know what's going on with this supreme court case 
uh it has the potential to overturn roe versus wade a lot of people a lot of women are are upset about that but what was interesting to me about this particular article is how he uses that case that's going on as the stage for something more deeper that's going on in society when it comes to women and the article has the statistics to back it up uh and you and i have noticed this and we've talked about these things so for those of you that don't know why the article would be titled feminism is leading women towards the wrong d word (laughs) obviously what he means is that the right d word would be dick like feminism is leading women away from dick and that's just another way of saying that it's pushing women further and further away from men and biological man we have to say that in 2021 well you could say that i'm gonna say men because like a biological man is a man man that i recognize as being a man um (laughs) but but uh and as it's pushing them further away from men what they seem to be using as a substitute is other D words. And in this article, Vince highlights two of the other D words, which is drugs and dogs, which we're seeing a phenomenon on. And I would even venture to say that a third D word would be drinks, alcoholism. So in the, in the article, like I said, he uses, he uses what's going on with the Supreme court case as the, the stage for, why feminism keeps pushing men women away from men do you agree with that sentiment oh yeah yeah um we've we've covered we've actually been one of the in our in our area in our group uh of the people that that kind of like you know have Discussions when it comes to culture, society, we've covered MGTOW quite extensively. Actually, more than even like I feel like the, sh- the Ben Shapiro show, more oh, than yeah. Crowder, yeah, anyone. Well, like, I yeah. mean, they're they're both married, so I would imagine yeah. they, they wouldn't cover MGTOW. Even though yeah. I think you could be married and still possess many of the the tenants yeah. of a MGTOW, but like you can't really be a man going your own way and be married. be married yeah but you still could find interest because even when i was 100%. married i was so in, like intrigued by that like because even if you don't agree with everything or or if you don't agree that it agree with any of it it's still something that's quite interesting and not only that it's real grassroots in the men's community like it's not something that like is forced upon you or anything and and it's grown so massively we've covered how big like the whole manosphere has gotten and and so why is that point where it's kind of commercialized now you got like fresh and fit which are complete frauds yeah yeah garbage (laughs) garbage uh actually the first the first or second episode actually we've covered that like the first second episode it was uh fresh had told a story about being with like football players and it was so unrealistic i was like i kind of did that i don't know if you've ever seen that meme with that little monkey 
that yeah. kind of does the eyes like this, uh-huh. like to the sides, like, what is this? Uh-huh. Does this motherfucker really expect me to believe this? But I was like, okay, whatever. This is kind of unbelievable. And even if it was believable, it's still quite, like, I wouldn't count it as, like, a dub for you, yeah. a W. Like, this is, like, you're clearly banking off of this football player. Yeah. So, but I don't know. It just seemed real fake. And so, yeah, you get a lot of these guys that come out and obviously commercialize it and make it go main or or are the face of it going mainstream because that's kind of corporations kind of being like oh well hey let's ride the wave we, let's ride this wave because it, it obviously it's marketable As, yeah absolutely but, but, but if you actually get to the nitty-gritty of what even started something like that you start seeing like the good content like we've talked about sandman uh we've talked about uh what, what was that other uh well aaron clary actually was one of the first ones and i remember because you brought you had a book that book was bachelor pad economics and you were mm-hmm. like man this is a really good book great as book yeah and, and so all his books that i've read so far are great yeah like he he great great books but also like really like the first glimpse of what MGTOW was that I ever saw. Because yeah. this was before Sandman, I think. Aaron Clare was before Sandman. Aaron Clare was before a lot like before a lot of them. Uh, then now they have all these people. I can't even, you know, you could just talk about it. But I guess w- what I'm saying is th- this wouldn't be such a big movement had it not been for feminism because f- for every reaction or for every action, there's a reaction. And I feel like men smartened up. Men started seeing like what marriage really entailed Men started seeing what divorce court really entailed, uh, and it's like, well, not nah, like this, you know. And 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 then all this, all this, for lack of a better word, baggage that that women bring, for you to end up getting screwed over on almost every level, from financially to emotionally to, why would you take that route? Yeah. So so it it makes men be obviously way more careful if you are going to get married at least you're going to be more careful because if if you listen to the horror stories you're going to be like "Mm, i'm gonna i'm gonna really pay attention yeah and and so for a very long time men really dropped the ball when it came to like the whole being with someone and really getting to know someone and it's just like oh well i guess this is the blueprint you get old older you you get serious and you get married and you, you figure stuff out later on. And, and then you see that when women are left, generally speaking, and on a society level, left to their own devices, you see what we're seeing now with like some of these Supreme Court case protests and what Vince is talking about in the article of like the the large consumption of, of drugs and and the, the the purchasing of dogs to fill a void... That would normally be fulfilled by like a child yeah. or like a fa- uh, a home life, a family life. In some cases, I remember, and and it would be good to have him on the show too, and along with Vince. I remember back. This was back in like high school, either either late high school or maybe after we had graduated high school. Donnell used to express a theory about how women see some of these really big dogs that they have as like almost like a husband and like Donnell even went as far as said like he was like, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these bitches were like fucking their these dog their dogs damn as 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 awful and as as yeah. as, as as horrible as that sounds but 
later on in life, I want to say, was it Coach Red Pill that echoed something like that in a, one of his videos? No. And it's interesting because now if you anecdotally look at the world around you, you see that so much. I can't tell you how many social media feeds I've come across with women that have like these really big dogs at home or their 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 profile says, oh, I'm a dog mom. And like, like yeah. you could see that. And granted, there's nothing wrong with having a dog or anything like that. We're not accusing y'all. But, but, but you could see that there is this wave of feeling some sort of a void with with an animal. Yeah. Then you couple that with the 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 drug statistics that that uh, that Vince's article has as like. Uh, that how women turn to drugs to solve their problem as of 2012 42% of all drug abusers in the US are women according to drugabusestatistics.org uh 9 million women suffer from addiction uh to prescription opioids so you have yeah. prescription drugs you have you have dogs you have the drinks because you see it all the time. Oh my God, wine, wine, it's wine time. Oh, uh, Sunday fun day, end this mimosas, like all of this shit. It's just like. You could really fill like, that void with a real man. Possibly. Yeah. or or and, and I wouldn't even go a, a, as far as to say that because to each his own. But what I will say is that it you there is definitely a display of a void. Yeah. Whether it's to be filled by a man or something else or maybe something more productive or maybe have a purpose or something, that's for each individual to figure out. But it's hard to deny that there is a void present. Yeah. And it, 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 I, I agree with you because I, I have always felt a bit of a discomfort when women are very like oh i love dog and or i'm a dog mom or dogs is dog it just came to it came off to me as like you are coping right now yeah in a way like you probably not not in uh maybe they don't see it that way maybe in, on a subconscious level it comes off as coping like yeah and and, and so i you know it, it always did rub me the wrong way uh again i'm a i'm a since a little kid, I've always had dogs, and I love dogs, and obviously, that's badass if you like dogs, but there's one thing about liking dogs, and then, like, there's another, when you pedestalize dogs to, like, human level, sometimes it's yeah. weird to me. Yeah. And so, I, I, I don't know, like, that always, like, when you told me about the article, I was like, wow. And then when you said, kind of, kind of voiced the same the same, I guess, concerns. I was like, wow, maybe I'm not the only one that thinks like that. Like this, yeah. it's a very yeah, you, weird thing. You, you feel something, the, the the vibe or the aura in your spirit that is like something is sort of off. Yeah. And I definitely agree with that. And then also you see how the ideas of, you know, oh, I'm empowered. I should be able to do what I want. Nobody has anything to say. I don't need to be criticized. I uh, Nobody has the right to criticize me or anything like that. You see that it pushes men away 
and also it sort of gives into this idea that like that to many women that like well i don't have to do anything to earn my keep so to speak like as a wife yeah. which if you're okay being single because the, the you know the, you have the idea of like oh i'm a i'm a strong independent woman i make my own money this that and the third and that's fine but why is there still this overwhelming want or desire for a mate or a companion yeah. or anything like that and it's and it's funny because this made me think recently of a meme that i saw of uh the it was a meme of of Kim Kardashian and at the top of the meme there's one there's two images in the meme at the top of the meme in the top image you have Kim Kardashian in a car with Pete Davidson and she's laughing for anybody that doesn't know who Pete Davidson is he's like that skinny white dude from from SNL that apparently she's dating now and then in the in in the second half of the meme the bottom picture she's in a car with Kanye West and she's crying and uh it said something along the lines of better luck next time Kanye maybe you should have uh focused on making her laugh right something like that granted it's stupid because there's no context at all like you have no idea what she's laughing about nor do you have any idea of what she's crying about in in those two different particular images and in a world where somebody would even think that like these two guys are like comparable in terms of like stature is is just beyond me like yeah Pete Davidson is like whack as fuck and like yeah. Kanye is well it's Kanye was but whatever you know whatever like the woman finds attractive or she decides to go with her <coughs> or whatever the case but in there, in 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 somebody making that meme or posting that meme or or if even finding themselves in agreement with that meme, what you see is the mindset and the philosophy of someone that believes that under no circumstance should a woman cry, regardless again of the context, like how wrong she might have been. Yeah. There might have been a reason for this. There 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 could have been something. Uh, very important being said that that's made in her car she could have made a a, a a very detrimental mistake and and she's possibly being corrected but no because in this world it, it can't be it it, yeah. it it can't be just just no criticism or whatever and regardless of whatever make her laugh make her smile and that's all that's important and it's just I found I found that meme very that that meme and 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 the posting of it very interesting yeah. because it's just like wow like so much so much is being lost you know that that lacks a lot of a lot of things like for example um, one is women have this entitlement and and men have this entitlement of like. And both get a fucking uh, most most get an F at this is like when it comes to like when it comes to feminism, it's like, oh, 
I'm a feminist until you start bitching and mourning and you're all entitled. Like, to me, you ain't a feminist because actually like, a real feminist, they don't even like feminists. <laughs> like, a, a, a real independent woman doesn't really have the time to be, like, whining about all this shit. And she really does know her, not only her sexual marketplace value, but then she also knows her place. But then she also knows, like, what she wants, what she doesn't want. And, and like, she really doesn't have too much time to complain. Um, obviously we're all human and we're, we're not perfect, but then, the, then on the other side with men, like these motherfuckers that be talking about I'm alpha and I'm this and I'm that, but like, they don't really live up to those standards. Right. They don't really like put in the work or, or, or they complain about all this stuff. We've seen this even in the black pill documentary that you showed me, this guy complaining about, uh, this yeah, chick like, that liked him, And like, he's being so picky, like, bro, but it's like, dude, like shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. Like. You talk about how you can't get pussy, but then pussy's thrown at you, and then you cry about it. Because like, it's not Because like, it's not to your liking. Well, then get better with your game, or get better at something else, or do something to get the girl you want. And in the meantime, this it, bitch is throwing pussy at you. That shit is like literally fuck? like a guy that just like crawled out of a desert. Yeah. Right? He's crawling, and like he's fucking thirsty and hungry. And then you have, you have a fucking Big Mac and a bottle of water for him, and he's like, that ain't Aquafina, is it? Because I don't, I don't drink Aquafina yeah. water. And oh, and I hope that that <laughs> sandwich isn't from McDonald's because I don't eat McDonald's. All right, yeah. we'll fucking starve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that shit. To me, it's like it's, knock it the fuck off. And then men get the I brunt of the of the blame for how wild and ridiculous feminism got. Because how many men accept all this shit? Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck if you're Arya Stark. I'm still daddy. <laughs> so that's it. But at least you're Arya Stark and you know your shit. But there's certain things I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play around with like with how I like my things handled. And all these men, oh, they complain, complain about all this. But then you're 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 cool. Like like the, remember that dude that, that you showed me a video of like the slut walk? Oh, and like me, you and Donnell watched that. We were that somewhere. That was disgusting, and man. So the, the bitch had her titties out. Yeah. And the dude was like, and, 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 like there was a guy interviewing her, and like he was like trolling them, and he was like, kind of like, why do you got your tits out or whatever? Yeah. And she, she got kind of like offended, and then the guy that was with her, which like appeared to be her boyfriend, yeah. he looked at her like every time, like to even see <laughs> if he was able to speak. Like, oh, is it okay if I speak? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, what uh, What do you... You're not your own man. You can't... Sp you have to look at her for approval. And you get that a lot, too, in general. Like, whether a guy's shopping with a girl or, like... Or whether a guy gets a extra paycheck or, like, you got to hide shit. Like, none of this stuff is acceptable for a man. And if you're, like... If you're really about your shit and you know how to handle yourself, there should be no hiding these things. Like, yeah. like... I can never picture myself having been married, like, ever, like, hiding, like, oh, I got this. No, this is what I got. It's also mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And and that it is what it is. Like, or or the things that men put up with, like, oh, I can't hang out with the guys. That don't, You don't put up with that. Right. Obviously, don't be unfair. Like, if she ever wants to hang out with family or friends, she could, obviously. But it's, like, these things that... These lines that get crossed, these boundaries. And that, it's just so commonly yeah. accepted. And so now women think like, yeah, they could complain, bitch and moan and be like literally unappeasing to a man. And at the same time, 
this guy's supposed to open the door for you, like and 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 have everything. Well, I think yeah. that's part of the phenomenon that in in pre production you had asked me a question about about Pete Davidson. Oh when yes, when it brought up the meme. Yeah, cause cause like I've always felt when I see Pete Davidson about really the only thing now that women care, uh, the one thing that he that he uh checks when it comes to like uh what women look at is he's tall. I, I would right. He's like a tall dude. I don't know. So yeah, he's like he's a pretty tall guy, and he looks pretty tall and lanky. But otherwise, I never really at first I was like, man, I don't really see what. Women see because if you actually look at Pete Davidson's like track record of of like the girls he's dated, like yeah. dying piece after dying piece after dying piece, my man's he's hitting it right. <laughs> <laughs> but but I was like, because he has like the real black eyes, kind of looks kind of like drug addict, yeah, big time. Um, I, I I could see him being charismatic because of you know him being a comedian and also having a pretty well rounded, uh well-rounded maybe convo because of his line of work yeah comedians are pretty uh, obviously they have to be charismatic but they're also they told the line of like they could make dark shit into light shit light shit into dark shit so yeah. otherwise Even i don't find him particularly funny yeah i don't find him too funny yeah of course he killed any comedian that i've ever watched has made me laugh at least once even yeah. if they're bad and I mean, I'm not a big Kevin Hart guy, and I'm, you know, sometimes I'll be like, "Damn, that was funny." Yeah. Um, but I think Kevin Hart's way funnier than. Peter oh yeah, Davidson. way yeah. He's on another level compared to, and 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 then to say that Kevin Hart is not even on the same level as Chris Rock or, or Dave Chappelle, Chappelle yeah. or Louis C.K. Yeah. Or a multitude of other. So it goes to kind of show where he, where Pete Davidson is yeah. at in the comedy world. So to me, it was like. I don't, I don't know what he has. And then you said you had a theory, and that shit, like, I was like, damn, I need to hear this. Yeah, I, I do. I, I have a, a pretty well-developed theory on on that whole situation with uh, with Pete Davidson. Um, and I started formulating the theory because I saw somebody that me and Donnell went to high school with. They posted something along the lines of that meme that I just described the the Pete Davidson with with Kim versus Kanye with Kim but it was something along the lines of like it was a meme of of uh it was like Pete Davidson like his head like was like replacing Thanos head and then on the the gauntlet it was like all the chicks that he had bagged like their heads like you know where the knuckles where the stones would be yeah. type shit and um and and the the dude he posted it like being funny yeah. but he said something along the lines of um well it was like yes sometimes it was like the, almost the same thing like sometimes you just got to like worry about making her laugh and having a good time and and like she's just going to she's just going to like like you or or whatever the case now a little, a little bit and i'm not disparaging this guy but like this guy like in terms of like success he doesn't have a lot to show for it um so 
that would be like something that a guy like that would want to believe in that like oh you just gotta make a girl laugh and and all yeah. of that but yeah. that shit is all bullshit let me tell you like oh, I, like I, I don't i don't agree with that at all like i think like what it is is and and partly uh, donnell's response to that because somebody had had tagged Donnell and they, and they were like oh do you do you agree with what dude is saying on the post yeah and Donnell said something along the lines of which I agree with partly with what he's saying he's like he's like like in in what world is Pete Davidson winning like he he literally like bagged like some 40 something year old chick with like all of some other dude's kids yeah like you know so you're like what way are you looking at this just because just because oh well he's bagging he's he's like nailing Kim Kardashian but like like how many other like Instagram tricks like look way better than her and everything like that. Yeah. So like th that's that's one aspect of of the when I started to kind of think about this because I was like oh like I guess I never really thought too deeply into this. I don't really care. But since we're on the subject and 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 people are talking about it, I started thinking more about it. But when it really kind of fully formulated was when. I forgot what out news outlet it was, but they had interviewed the chick from that Robin Thicke video, the um with Pharrell, the the Marvin Gaye, uh, yeah, the one where he got sued for it, yeah, and he owes all that scratch. Well, I don't know if you know, but that chick in that video, yeah, yeah, he tried to domesticate you. Yeah. That that video, well, that chick from that video, I don't know if you know, but like she tried to me too, Robin Thicke. Off of, which was funny because like now after you have a whole career you're coming out with that shit like that video literally made you famous yeah but whatever but you know writing writing the wave yeah but in that same article well it wasn't that article about her me tooing robin thick but in a in an article that chick which mind you it is it's good to keep in mind that she tried to me too robin thick so you you remember what kind of woman we're talking about here uh, because she never said that he did anything inappropriate. It was all, I felt, I felt, I felt. Never substantiating, well, what did Robin Thicke do to make you feel that way? He made me feel. <laughs> and, and so um, she goes on to say, oh, I could totally see what it is about uh, about Pete Davidson. Like the, 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 the nail polish. And everything, and, and you know, like, and he's funny and everything like that. Because, you know, he paints his nails and shit. And it's funny because you just rolled your eyes. Yeah. <clears throat> but this coincides with Vince's article. And it's feminism leading women away from the, the wrong D. If you notice, all the, the, the ones that, that Pete Davidson bagged, like, for the most part, they're arguably like more famous than him. Yeah. Arguably. You got Ariana Grande, you got Kim Kardashian, there's been like a few other ones. Also, in a realm where like it's all about empowerment and everything like that, like you don't really need like a, a guy that, that's like on his on his stuff and like is able to sort of in a way talk back to you because yeah so yeah. so what this is is like this is like a beta dude that i could kind of like i could sort of control 
I get to like feel like super, super empowered. Like I get to feel like superior. You know, I'm not in his shadow. And if if you think about kind it, of quirky, it's, huh? Quirky, quirky. And, and and so it and probably a guy that's like like he doesn't seem to have like much accountability for himself. He's like he's kind of like a a a leftist scummy scummy yeah. dude. So it's like you don't have a lot of accountability for yourself. So you don't have to, I don't have to really have like that much accountability either. Yeah. And so it's a easier it's a easier thing. It's it, it reminds me a little bit of like when women stop messing with guys and start messing with girls. It's kind of yeah. one of those things it's like this is an easier situation to control. Yeah. Like I don't have to worry about a big personality like Kanye, a guy that like you know is maybe the standard is like so high. Yeah. Like the standard oh, with this, yeah. the standard with this is like super low. The uh, there's not a lot that I have to deal with. It's sort of if you think about it, it it's it's equivalent to the fat the fascination that women have with bad money like if you notice yeah like, yes it, it's the same thing it's just like this is like a very like a feminine guy yeah he is and like it's not like what traditionally it's traditionally it's not like what women you would know women to be attracted to but as women in in a way in in society are taking on more and more masculine roles and they're getting so used to not being criticized by a guy not being held accountable by a guy, guy not be able to tell them anything. Sometimes even in the workplace, there's workplaces that not even a boss feels comfortable criticizing a woman's work performance because yeah. of like the whole Me Too thing. And then that's why we're seeing more and more data of workplaces not wanting to hire women. And and it and it's also like it becomes like a role that you could play. Like for example, the whole Bad Bunny and Pete Davidson thing. It's like oh. Bitches gravitate towards that. So now guys that are just trying to like, trying to get it in, they just play the role and then get in and then they're out. Yeah, you could play the role or you may really be like that because what does it, what is it? Like, think about it. It's, if, if, if women are independent, women are making money, women yeah. have jobs, that's right there a bunch of categories that you don't necessarily need a man for anymore yeah. before women kind of needed men to like fill those gaps yeah like, but now women make their own money and all and all of that is great that all of that is wonderful but so now it's like well what's the next best thing in a way the next best thing is like possibly a guy that i could control yeah you're seeing it more and more that you're seeing like men they're not in they're not going to school as much as women in, in many cases, they're not being as ambitious as women are. Yeah. So you're going to see more and more of situations like that where like you're going to look and be like, damn, why is that woman with this guy? Yeah. It's like, well, I could either be with this guy and maybe like have way less accountability, the bar for me not be as high, you yeah. know, and versus, yeah, maybe deep down in my nature, I'd rather be with like a super alpha guy, but... In being with that super alpha guy, I got to probably like work out and look a certain way and behave a certain way. And so the standard is a lot higher for me. Yeah. So like why why put up with it when I'm an independent, empowered woman that makes my own money and I could do whatever I want. So let me get with like this more kind of 
weaker feminine guy that, you know, it is what it is. And so that's why books like Aaron Clary's The Book of Numbers is so important because number one, it it, it, it highlights how important it is for a guy to be on your purpose. And like your purpose shouldn't include, shouldn't be, oh, I just want women. I just want women. Yeah. If that comes with like your accomplishments, oh, that's beautiful. But like your your goal shouldn't be that. And then when you look at the book of numbers and you look at dating and the sexual marketplace from like an economic standpoint, you see how like a lot of married men, which is kind of us segueing into the next subject, you see how so many married men ultimately like waste and lose so many time and resources and energy yeah in the realm of chasing women or getting a wife or having a girlfriend or whatever have you and then at the end of the road it's like well what do you really have to show for it and that's what's great about that book the book of numbers because aaron clary pretty much breaks down everything that i just mentioned right there into a science yeah like the average guy you know, spends this much time married, makes this much money, spends this much on a house, spends this much on his wife, and so on and so forth. And it shows, and and it's not even really on some like, oh, don't get married. It's just showing you like the numbers. Is it worth it to you? Yeah. Exactly. Two things I want to address, uh, which is kind of funny that you talked about that and the and how you ended it because that was kind of like uh, someone on Twitter. Well, well, I don't know if you've seen that that first picture that came out with Pete Davidson and Kim. She's wearing Yeezys. So, so then someone tweeted like Kim went on a date with Pete wearing Yeezys. So I said it from a from my standpoint how I look at things. So I was like, it's kind of a Kanye. Uh, oh, so 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 they put Kim went on a date with Pete wearing uh, Pete Davidson wearing Yeezys, and then and then the picture is future having a book and it says why women deserve less <laughs> <laughs> what oh, okay that's great that you brought that up what is it about future and those memes because yeah. i'm not a future fan so like it, in his music is does he like does he kind of like rag on bitches a lot or like what is it because they always use him in those in in memes and like those sorts of scenarios i guess if i had to pick whether being future or dude that's the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, I'd be future. And I think that future, like... Uh, so is that where... That's what I'm saying. I, culturally, I think, is that where it comes from? Or does it come from his music? I, I think... Because uh, I know... Well, I mean, his like, biggest hit, remember, uh, chase the check, never chase a bitch. So, like, you could tell future, like, I don't like his music like that. There have been times where I feel like the way he raps... It's like amazing on the song. See, I'm familiar with him like when he features on shit, yeah. like the tracks he has with Pusha T. But yeah. like, I never listened to a future like, album. What's that song? The Molly Perkins. That that was like the only thing that I liked about that song was there's a uh, Molly Perkins set, chase a check, never chase. I'm like, damn, future. Okay, I fucks with it. Yeah, I, I ain't popping no pills. Yeah, but yeah, I'm definitely yeah. checking ch- chasing these checks. I got you. So so I, I, it, you know, and him being a rapper. You know rappers know how to navigate. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then also when you think about it, because Sierra has his baby, right? Yeah. But Russell Wilson, like, wifed her. Yeah. So there you go, future. Right up! <laughs> <laughs> so, so then I was like, when I saw that, I was like, I mean, she's wearing Yeezys, but, like, if I, if, if I had shoes, right, and if my ex went on a date, I feel like I'm winning. So so then I, that's my approach. So I was oh, like. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. like, uh, like. That's, that's, 
it's the I'm ultimate not, flex. I, no, it is, but and I'm gonna reveal like like a little bit of a, I guess like a, a secret. I mean, I, I imagine like people w- w- could kind of like put it together. Yeah. But it's like that 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 Howard Hughes complex of like like one of my favorite, actually in in all movies, in 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 the Aviator, the scene where his mom is uh is is bathing him. And he says, when I grow up, I want to be the richest man in the world, Great. buy the fastest planes, and make the the, be- the, the best movies. I love it. And it's one of those things where it's like, I wanna, I'm going to be everywhere. Yes. And to an extent, whether you know it or not, yeah. like we kind of have that. Like yeah. if you think about it, there are literally times where a person could be, be watching us. Yeah. On you know on our video, they could be listening to us whether it's the podcaster or movies, they uh, or or um, whether it's the podcast or music, um, they could be watching us music videos or sketches. Yeah. They could be listening to us podcast or or music. Uh-huh. They could be reading us like articles. Yeah. Uh, they could be wearing us like some of our our merch. Like oh hey wait hold on, for for the next segment, y'all gotta go to. Fucking our website merchandise and motherfucking K Cartoon made one of the greatest sweaters ever known. Live by the woke, die by the woke. I wear that shit all the time. People look at me crazy. <laughs> but you know what? It's a great ass sweater. It's and it's state- actually the it's, hottest seller, right? It's a statement, yeah. Yeah, and it's just fucking lovely. So make that young ass statement. Go to the merchandise <laughs> store and buy that sweater. But like it's like it's a amazing. Thing where like you could be every like It's you amazing. Could- <laughs> the merch is amazing. Shout out to Jesse Lee Peterson. But like you could it's like one of those things that you could be everywhere so yeah yeah, to your point it's like that's a huge flex yeah and that's what my tweet like kind of grasped when i tweeted back at dude because you know i got the sentiment but i was like it's kind of a kanye flex his greatness is so immense even when he's not there the sprinkles of his existence and cultural reach are there yeah lol and she's wearing sweats that look like oh easy yeah sweats, so those might even be easy sweats yeah so so then so then someone uh they someone replied to me like nah y'all just in denial about being into cucking so then i was like no i'm not into cucking but if my ex was wearing my shoes to a date, it would show my priorities were well aligned. I chased the bag all along with my purpose. So regardless if she's gone, I'm winning at life. Women, come and go. If you're a high-value man, you won't lack female options. Boom. And like, Kanye... Yeah, that's a, that's a mic drop right there. Yeah, and of course, no reply, because it's like, yeah. Because who can't Kanye... His son, he wanted to reply, but he's like... Eh. Cook! And then he just leaves. <laughs> there was no, there was no response after that because it's true. Like Kanye could date whoever the fuck he wants. He's Kanye. He's Kanye. He's like the closest thing to Michael Jackson r- today. Who's bigger than Kanye? Like on in, a cultural in, societal in, in level. That Drink Champs interview, like that shit was great. Where he would, where I don't, he was texting a bunch of famous people in the thread, and he's like, "I'm the most, well, I'm, I'm the most valuable person in this thread, or I'm, yeah. worth, I'm worth the most money." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, come on, it's it's Kanye. So you're talking about like a girl that he was with had his kids, but like it's Kanye, like. He doesn't need her to define himself, so it's like whatever. Um, and so I don't look at it that, that bad. Like if my ex was on a date wearing my shoes, I'd be like, "Damn, thanks for the support." Yeah, <laughs> I, that's how I would look at it. Like, damn, that shit's decent. She still she still represents. Yeah. Even while I'm gone, and so I feel like even that 
on a male and female level, people can't grasp certain things. Like, yeah, you know, fuck feelings. Like, what am I worth? Be be. What am I worth? Like, that's bigger than me. Well, yeah, then that, that's exactly what I was gonna say. That's how you know, like, you have a purpose, and you're chasing a purpose yeah. that is bigger than you. Yeah. And then now I want to go back to a certain thing because I've always found this to be kind of a weird argument. And we were talking about like the article that that Vince that Vince uh, did uh, about it was it was like abortion rights, right? It, I forgot what state it was because I know the one that passed in Texas, but then this one's the Mississippi, Mississippi. And it was uh, when it comes to like the whole abortion thing, I've always felt that when I argue, and it's a woman, she's like, no, but but like uh 15 weeks like who would ever know and i always felt like well i'm not gonna tell you how i feel i guess i'll tell you i'll let you answer it and then we could kind of discuss it how do you feel about any of the arguments that one particularly like about the whole like timing because what what's uh 15 weeks that's uh what uh almost basically no more than three months right yeah so do you find that to be a good argument or do you find any argument coming from the side of the pro-abortionist to uh, be yeah I, I i think they have they have some good arguments um i think most of the arguments there are rebuttals for it like for instance the the biggest argument that i think that i could rock with and this doesn't even have anything to do with the the concept of of life being created or anything like that. To me, it's more of like the concept of social responsibility is the idea that like a woman who was raped, right? Yeah. For, it, that's a situation where like she didn't ask for this. She didn't get pregnant like on her own accord or based off of her own decision. Yeah. This was like something that was like unjustly and unfairly and criminally thrust upon her. Yeah. So, yeah, I could 100% see why this woman would not only like not want to keep this baby because she is probably not or she may not be ready to have a baby. Yeah. And she didn't do anything out of her own will and actions to have this baby and have this pregnancy. Not only that, but the child will always be like a reminder of what happened to her, yeah. you know? So I could I could 100% like wrap my mind around that and yeah. rationalize that. But on the flip side, there's such thing as orphanages and foster care. And I mean, that was one of the great things that Kanye talked about in his article on Drink Champs which I'm sure Pete Davidson's never even had a thought like this, but where Kanye was like on some, and it reminded me kind of of Professor X almost. Mm. Kanye was saying like how he would like to have like a school and it's like, and and it's like a place where like people that don't want their kids because it, instead of aborting them, like the kids could be raised in that school. Yeah. And like, and, and like be, be raised there and stuff. And then, they might, and but also be raised like, like with all these like skills and traits. Yeah, that shit reminded me of X Men. Like that's yeah. literally the idea of Professor X's school for the the uh, gifted youngsters. It's like kind yeah. of these kids that like nobody wants. Yeah. But like yeah, send them here, and like I'm gonna make them great. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's his idea. You know, and I I would I would be willing to bet 
a lot of money that Pete Davidson's never had such a thought like that in his mind. But 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 whatever. But 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 uh but she you know it, it is what it is. But anyway, another thing too that you brought up with the it's only and 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 actually uh, Vince had that on the article. It's the rape situation only really sits at five percent. Right. It's it's yeah. not much, but in in terms of like an argument that I can understand, yeah. I would say that that would be one. Yeah. But even then, there's still a rebuttal to that, and it was what I just said. Yeah. Um. But but otherwise, not not really yeah. because. My thing is like, at certain point, like uh, accountability has to come into play. Like if you're just out here doing whatever with whoever as much as you want, I mean, there's consequences and repercussions for that. Not only that, but the idea is, and if you really think of what this Republic is of ours, it really should be handled on a case by on a state by state basis and i don't yeah. really see what's wrong with that like if you're really like you need to have that many abortions that frequently and you need to have that much access to it no. maybe you should move to a state where where like yeah. that you could like new york new york you have up until damn near it's born yeah. to kill it so do you do you you know what i'm we saying we do live in a republic but but in if the good people of mississippi don't want that it is what it is. You know, this yeah. idea that it should be it should be federal and like yeah. just it should be like this this blanketed. No, no. And not only that, so many people, they look at it from the context of like the metropolitan context, like, oh, my God, uh, 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 what's wrong? It's so barbaric and everything like that. But if you look at the greater world and 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 you expand your view of the world. There's some places where even the very idea of it, if you would like even express the idea of it, you would get like thrown off of a building. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they look at that shit so heinously. So you have to put it all into context. And then also, I think that when you remove so certain social safety nets, like, I mean, I don't know if you want to call abortion a safety net. But for the sake of the argument, if you remove certain things like that, I think generally that promotes a more responsible society. Yeah. It's just like, okay, like like for instance, the, the, I, I saw I saw a, a tweet. Actually, this tweet was from Alicia Swiss, the 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 professor that I debated on the show. Yeah, I saw a tweet from her, and you know, obviously she's feminist, pro-abortion, all that shit. A, a tweet from her that said, I'm not hearing enough from guys that abortion saved them from being fathers when they didn't want to be. So uh, pretty much saying like, we're all the guys out there that should be like marching with these women because yeah. because you benefited from not being a father when you didn't want to be. And what I would say being a man is... I never, I never, I never gave a woman that much power over me. Yeah. I never, I never yeah. allowed it. You know what I'm saying? I never allowed it where, where, 
the choice is yours. No, it's like, well, there's uh, there's methods. You have protection. If you think that the woman is like really vetted and you feel like th- there's like a, yeah. a level of trust and honesty and she's taking birth control, you have that. You have the pull-out method. Like, there's plenty of methods where you don't necessarily have to, like, it's just a shot in the dark and, oh, it's up to her. I don't have yeah. a choice in the matter. So at, that's the other thing, too, is, like, it's good that we we step towards the notion of social responsibility. There's contraceptives, too. Like, yeah. There's so many things. And that's the thing. Like, we're in our 30s. Like, come on. We're adults here. We've been having sex. So, like, for 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 people to be like, oh, well, there was no way. I, I was forced to have this baby. No, you weren't. You just mentioned birth control, uh, the pull-out method, condoms. Uh, just come on. And I know people are probably like, oh, my God, the pull-out method. What a, like, yeah, it may not be perfect, but, like, there's... Nothing is, yeah. but, but you take the steps that you need to take. And and if there ever is an oopsie, like 15 weeks, if there is literally like a situation where it's like, I don't know. You, you still have 15, 15 weeks. weeks. Exactly. So <laughs> that's eternity. what I'm saying is like, is it is is it that crazy to think that like accountability, like is it that crazy to, to feel like, oh, accountability is a thing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, so segueing into the, the next topic, obviously all of the things that we talked about can lead plenty of men to not want to get married and not want to have kids. And I've found myself not recently, just over time and stuff like people ask, Oh, what about, what about marriage? What about, what about kids? This and that. We, we recently went to a wedding with a bunch of our friends yeah. and the majority of them had yeah. had their wives there and they fucking cracked jokes because they were like, <laughs> oh, you guys didn't bring nobody with you. Well, you what are you guys together or whatever? Because the reality is, is were that is, is that it can make a lot of guys that have gone down that route. It can make them a little bit uncomfortable yeah. When you see a guy, because that's a big moment, like getting married, that's a huge thing. Yeah. And so it could make, it could make a lot of people be like, when, when you see somebody so certain in, in, in their stance or not even a stance, but so certain and, and confident, like where they're at in life, where you're like, oh, this guy's not even concerned with marriage. It could make somebody think twice about what they're doing is like, well, maybe yeah. if they're so certain about what they're on and they're so confident in their position maybe i should think about where i'm at because it's like how could we both be you know certain and and be sure that we're doing the right thing when the reality is it's to each their own but we are seeing this more and more like you know nowadays it's very common to see guys that are our age in in their 30s that don't have kids, don't don't that that aren't married women as yeah. well. Um, Thing is too, and I want to add this: we have avoided a lot of regular pitfalls. Yeah, that that's a great point. And so when we look at when we look at like economically, when we look at all these things, it's like 
not everyone does that. And so then from there, it's like, well, in the drive-through of life, we all do get to pick what we want on our Big Mac. Mm-hmm. And so you got to have, you got to do your due diligence on what it is that you like, you know? Cause like I might like my Big Mac with everything on it. And some people might be like, nah, I don't like the no mayo, no ketchup, no lettuce. I just want the, I just, I just want the bun with the meat. Yeah. And, and some, I just want the bun, you know, like the bare yeah. minimum. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and I think to piggyback off of what you just said, I think that not only us, but some of our other friends, I notice they operate in that same way. They they realize that the way you phrased it, I want to be able to have my Big Mac the way that I want it. But you also realize that if you make a certain wrong decision or a slip up, that could be a chain reaction that makes it hard for you to have other choices down the road. Yeah. And so if choice really, which equates to freedom, if freedom is like your top priority or a, 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 a priority that's very high on your list, you move cautiously. Of course. Because every decision you make is an important decision. It's all like... Because life really is all like small decisions that pick at something. Yeah. And so you should definitely take that as serious as serious gets. And it's interesting because Sandman, he has this theory that he expressed uh, on, on one of his videos. And his theory is essentially that he believes that all men have a tendency to be slaves like they that men like we naturally need to be slaves and that like we men don't really know what to do with freedom and he says that most men decide to be slaves to like a woman and a family and like the family life and all that like that's kind of like the 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 go-to if you will like the the standard and then other men, it's like, well, no, I, I want to be slaves. I want to be a slave to like my business or my purpose or or whatever, yeah. which he seems to be that type of dude. Or then some men tend to be slaves to like, like decay, like, oh, I'm just going to be home playing video games and just like eating and like whatever. But it's just like a repetitive. What are you a, willing a repeti- to suffer for? Yeah. Essentially more or less. is a question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that to me, it's like not only that, but also like we tend to forget the ruthlessness of life. Like the way you made it was you made it over a thousand other sperm or a thousand millions. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't get any more ruthless than that. You made it. They die. And they die. And so you have to understand life is ruthless. Life is cold. And so you have to, again, be very sure of the decisions you make. For yourself, because it's it's you who has to live your life. So when you look in the mirror, you're like, wow, I really like this person. I really like who I am. Yeah. And that looks different for everybody because everybody wants to live a different life. Some people want to be the rock star. Some people want to be the poet. Some people want to be the writer. Some people want to be the hero. Some people want to be the villain. And like, you know, like some people might really consider like 6 9 to be like off-putting. But 6 9 seems to be living a pretty fucking good life. 
yeah. according to him. Yeah. You know, some people are like, why are you? Oh, well, 6'9 is 6'9. Last time I checked, he's pretty sure he's 6'9 and he's pretty happy where he's at. Yeah. And doesn't really give a fuck what you call him or what you do. Uh, Kanye West, yeah. <laughs> we already know that. Donald Trump, yeah. We already know that. So be sure of who you are because when the world crumbles around you you want to be sure that you're at like good footing yeah and i i feel that that's that's very important on an individual level to know that and we don't really fully know ourselves because we live a life so what i thought at 19 isn't necessarily what i think at 34 yeah it's a lot of things that change there's a lot of things i think about that i said i was like man well what the fuck was i on or I should have said it better. I should have like thought it through a little bit better. Yeah. But, you know, there comes a time where all that shit comes crashing down. Kind of like when you look at like midlife crisis. Like a lot of it has to do with damn. I will die soon now. Yeah. I live most of my life. There's no going back. This is where I'm at. And what did I spend my time putting my energy into yeah and i think that's what like why so many men get hit with it yeah. because it's like damn i i like i spent my time and my focus and my value in in all of this and it, that particular thing may not be a bad thing but you put all if you put all your eggs in that basket yeah then it's just like oh you know and then now it's like you're you're faced with well, you're older and you can't, you may not no. be able to do what you used to be able to do and stuff like that. Now you're Cuomo. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which we're going to get into. Um, yeah. So I, I find that, I find that whole thing like pretty interesting because I think a lot of times like, and, and I've heard men and women say this, mostly women, but uh, I, I've heard men express it too. Like, it, the the shaming language if you will of like oh well you're gonna die alone or or whatever the case but yeah. do you do you know how many men have died alone like oh. there are certain subreddits that i read of like men or like like there's was one particular subreddit of like this guy he was talking about uh fuck what subreddit was was it was it like divorce or or I, I don't know what subreddit it was, yeah. but like but in the subreddit he was talking about how his dad had got sick and as his dad was dying, his mom like treated the dad like shit and he's like, you know, all these years my dad spent thinking that like he had somebody that would like kind of be by his side in that moment of death, he really ended up being in a position where he probably would have been better had he been alone than than. Yeah with this person and so you don't you never you don't really know you know no uh, i think that's something that like women are more preoccupied with is like no i don't want to like be alone in my old age or, or when i die i don't feel like it's like a big thing for men even though i have heard some men express it from time yeah. to time and i mean naturally we're social creatures and and we none of us want to be alone everyone like you do feel comfort like with the right person around you but that person doesn't have to be your wife. Yeah. That could be a friend. Yeah. That could be a, a family member. That could be a coworker. Yeah. Uh, so you have to look at the bigger things. And actually, you mentioned a great movie when it comes to that, The Aviator. Like, a lot of these movies, and actually growing up, 
I've always had uh, a thing for movies like The Aviator. Like, I, I'm a sucker for a movie like The Aviator. I'm a sucker for a movie like The Godfather or even Citizen Kane because it's men that kind of, in a way, even victimize themselves <laughs> at, at times due to their, like, rugged individualism. But, God damn, you have a lot to show for yourself. Doing you live, Yeah, you leave a big imprint, such a big imprint that you're not going to be a f- person that gets forgotten. No. You, you did... Quite a few things, uh, quite a few things is kind of underwhelming compared to like the shit. Like, uh, Kane, um, you literally had a like newspaper, mm-hmm. you were you ran for president, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you you literally uh, you were so big, you were building shit just to build it, like, that's who you were. The aviator, like, uh, he's the aviator, you know. Um, he made movies. Design, uh, what, what design company? planes. Yeah, design planes. What? Well, I forgot what what a uh, company it was that that he was it Boeing? No, no, I don't remember. But like, I mean, Air Fleet, all types of crazy stuff. Like he went and he did it. Um, and for a while he was the richest man in the world. Yeah, the richest man in the world. Literally, Howard Hughes is the reason why Citizen like he he's roughly Citizen Kane was roughly based on him, mm. which is kind of interesting because if you actually watch Davier and Citizen Kane, it does have a lot of similar themes. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, actually, there's even a book called Citizen Hughes, which I've always wanted to read and never never read it. Oh, badass! Yeah, which yeah, kinda, I never I never knew that Citizen Kane was based off of Howard Hughes. Yeah. So, so like, I always found that, like, when I saw that book, I was like, damn, I got to buy it. And I never buy it. I always forget. But uh, that, then then you look at Al Pacino's character in The Godfather. Um, you know, a lot of things did alienate him from his family. Oh, big time. But, but and, and I'm not, and, and again, you're the person to judge whether it was worth it, whether it wasn't. But, like, he was moving something bigger than himself. Yeah. It's like it was bigger than even his wants because he didn't want to be part of the family. No, he did business. But it's like, well, sometimes the cost of knowing more, the cost of having, like, literally the wherewithal to be the leader. Yeah, you lose. You do lose touch with certain things that you wanted to maybe pursue. That's kind of like uh, I remember you. You you had mentioned it. Um, and then I, I didn't really pay attention to it until after you mentioned it. The song Andanda Come to Life. Yeah. It's kind of, and after you, you you brought it up, I went back and I listened to it. And yeah, like it, that song is it sort of echoes those same things. It's kind yeah. of like, it's a real interesting song because in the song, Kanye is like, you could see that he's not really like so close to his family because yeah. he's expressing like, well, he doesn't really like know what's going on with them. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, auntie broke down again. Uncle's locked up again. Uh, you could see that he kind of echoes sentiments of like what it was like with his wife. It's like, yeah. oh, I, I, I'm, I'm mad when she's home, but sad when she's gone, which I can understand that because that's yeah. kind of like one of those things where it's just like, like damn, like that loved one is not there, but at the same time, like when you're around, I can't really focus the way that I need to focus. Yes, and and everything like that. But then, find me in the silver lining, which is who he is. Right, and then what he says is very interesting in the chorus. He says, 
he says, did your dreams ever come true? Uh, maybe you should have wrote them down in pen. Like kind of saying like, yeah, maybe all of that that I just said is kind of sad. But at the same time, like my dreams came true because I wrote it in pen. Yeah. Like I, this shit can't be erased. Nope. Like this is who I am. This is the decision, the choice that I've made versus you. You wrote your shit in pencil. Like yeah. so it could always be changed yeah. and erased. And it's like. Oh, it's getting too hard. Let me get back to like being booed up and watching Netflix. Right. Oh, and it's just like, well, sometimes men come to that place where it's just like they realize, well, I'm a Kanye, I'm a Michael Corleone, like I'm 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 a Howard Hughes. I'm this is the route that I'm going. Yeah. It's the gift and the curse of chasing greatness. And if you have and if you accept the gift, you must accept the curse. Yeah. And you can't sit there and you can't complain. No, no, no. Sometimes the curse is like is like part of the, the greatness. It's part of like what fuels the greatness because it's like, damn, like the more I double down on this, the more I know it's going to be a certain way. And, yeah. and, and so, you know, you, you work harder. It's kind of like that scene in... Uh, in uh the social network where mark zuckerberg goes to like try to apologize for what he did but the girl is not having it and then she's she's kind of like takes it out on him yeah and then when he goes back to see his friend eduardo he's like we have to grow we have to get bigger yeah because it's kind of like all right well obviously like I, I i i'm i'm trying to like find the middle ground the middle ground isn't having me so I'm gonna I'm gonna get even bigger. Like obviously yeah. that's that route is not for me. Yes, uh, it's 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 pretty interesting. Uh, and so moving on to the final segment of of the show of the episode, um, as many of you already know, it's been in the news for a while. It's been circulating that Chris Cuomo from CNN has been fired. Um, I remember when when he got suspended. I I didn't know if he was going to be fired or not. I I wasn't a hundred percent sure, um, but I remember when he was suspended, and I was talking to my mom about it, and I was like, you know, it's funny because yes, while he is a hundred percent a hypocrite because the way that he used to always bash Trump and bash Republicans and everything yeah. like that, and. And like for doing things that were like so so minute and minuscule, yeah. I did think that it was kind of bogus what they fired him for. Yeah, I was like, he really? deserves it. Yeah, yeah, but he deserves it because of who he rode with, like yes. who he, whose side he was on, but not because of what he did. Because yeah. what he did really is. Okay, so for people that don't know, the backdrop real quick is Andrew Cuomo used to be the governor of New York. Andrew Cuomo was Me too essentially. He was accused of sexual misconduct from uh, various women that worked for him. Uh, does it look like Andrew Cuomo did some shit with these women? It does, but I don't necessarily believe it was like unwanted. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't believe that it was, you know... Uh, assault or misconduct I think you know dude got in where he fits in like many men in those positions do yeah. and his brother Chris Cuomo his younger brother as these allegations came out as his as as uh, uh, pretty much the Democrat Party forced Andrew Cuomo to resign from his governorship of New York 
his brother was probably like, all right, fuck these bitches. You know, because I'm sure they had private conversation and his brother's probably like, yeah, man, I fucked her, but like, it ain't like that. Yeah. And his brother was like, all right, well, I have resources in the media. Let's see if I could like get some dirt on these women. No. And then, you know, to protect you, to help you, you're my brother. Yeah. And when I found out what he got in trouble for, I was like, you know what? I'll be honest. Like, I don't think that's something I wouldn't do. I I could see myself doing that. Like, if I was a reporter and my brother is being accused of something and I know or feel like he didn't do anything that was wrong, yeah, yeah, why wouldn't I use my resources to help him? Like, you're literally, like, like... taking his career away it's not like you're it's gonna be a slap on the wrist if it was a slap on the wrist i'd be like yeah fam you'll be fine you're gonna get suspended yeah but but no like you're literally like you want to take his career away and it's like nah like like i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let that ride i'm gonna do something about it now What's interesting, and I, I was telling my mom this, I was like, Cuomo did so much worse shit as a journalist. Oh, yeah. That I would be like, he should be fired for that. The one thing that, that he did that I didn't think was that bad. Actually, I didn't think it was bad at all. The man gets fired for. Yeah. There was times like some of the shit that Chris Cuomo's on. I want to type the shit out of him. Like, 100%. Shut the fuck up about these masks, about your quarantine. Shut the fuck And, and it's like he always came off to me. As like a guy that's playing the role, but is really one of the guys. Yeah. Like shut the, dude. You don't even believe the shit you say. Like, I, like it'd be like if if you had one like one of our guys was like playing this role, and like as soon as like, people leave, I'd be like, if you don't get the fuck out of here with <laughs> you, your you bullshit. Know, you know who the fuck Chris Cuomo is? Chris Cuomo is fucking Douglas Pepperidge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that from Five yeah. Funny. Because yep. Douglas Pepperidge, you could see that like he like he was an on-air, like politically correct person. Yeah. But like behind the scenes, he didn't give a fuck. And like it was funny. The genius of Douglas Pepperidge and how you played him was for anybody that doesn't know, you could go to Five Funny on YouTube and you could just meet <laughs> Douglas Pepperidge. But the way you played Douglas Pepperidge was so genius because because you would let the realness slip through yeah. sometimes when you weren't supposed but it was intentional yeah. like in in the interview which the other day I saw like there was like a, a a comment from from somebody that like you could tell they were very offended by the sketch interview with a pimp yeah <laughs> uh uh because Douglas Pepperidge in there he's like uh He's like, and what do you do when these bitches get out of line? I mean, these women get out of line, but like he's letting it slip through. Yeah. Chris Chris Cuomo kind of came off like that. Yeah. Like Chris Cuomo, Chris Cuomo to me is like the guy that is like doing like a report on Me Too. He's like, yeah. And in these shameful, in the midst of these shameful allegations, uh, Senator so-and-so is, is accused of of several counts of misconduct and i for one will tell you it is unacceptable that is it for tonight's show and it's like you get the guy in the back that says and we're off it's like man but that bitch got some big ass titties (laughs) (laughs) exactly that's exactly something he would do i can totally see him do that yeah it's like like it's just on air personality but behind the shows i would have fucked that bitch too fam yeah some anchorman (laughs) shit exactly but uh 
but yeah, you know, but but uh, you know, they they fired him. Now, fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but but what's what's crazy is again that's why anybody that wants to make the cultural statement of live by the woke, die by the woke, because Chris Cuomo is another victim of live by the woke, die by the woke. We actually need to have like an online cemetery of all of those that have lived by the woke yeah. and died by the woke because it's becoming more and more frequent. Like yeah. the left is eating their own. We, we have also, Andrew yeah. Cuomo. He yeah. lived by the woke and died by the woke. We need to find their address so we can send them a sweater. It was like, hey, well, you know, you know at least you get a sweater for right. your, for a your troubles. A sweater from Hanging With Apes for living by the woke and dying by the woke. <laughs> we should do like a... a <laughs> <laughs> a 2022 edition for the <laughs> yeah. next year of Live by the Woke, Die by the Woke, but with like a collage Dude, of the people. that is classic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, for like this year, like it would be, so we would have to go through it all, but it'd definitely be Andrew Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, uh, and like have the little music playing. <laughs> that shit is Oh uh, yeah, uh, we used to write sketch comedy. Damn. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but but oh. It'd be like the Academy Awards. The, so the sketch would be like the Academy Awards, but it'd be like the Live by the Woke segment. Yeah. And so it has all this like sad music yeah. and people are like in tuxedos. Yeah. And, and like, they wow. just have it on screen. Yeah, in remembrance. Yeah. <laughs> of wow. all those who've lived by the woke and died by the woke. Um, but but uh, Tucker Carlson, he echoed uh, sentiments that that matched ours. Now, before I'm going to play a clip from Tucker from one of his monologues uh, that are always classic. But um, before I play that clip, it's funny because you and I in the past have come along certain situations where we thought and we saw how people would put their career over the loyalty of their friends, in some cases, even their family. Like, yeah. essentially, they would sell their soul to appease their higher-ups, to appease their superiors. And that's essentially what the superiors, in Chris Cuomo's case, wanted. But we see that Chris Cuomo was a little too real in that regard. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm going to risk it for the biscuit for my brother. Whereas in... Tucker's monologue, he points out how Brian Stelter would never do no shit like that. And you and I in our life, we've come across sellouts. People that would sell. Oh, yeah. People that they've worked with down the river and 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 stuff like that. And we've covered it extensively. And I think to an extent, looking at it philosophically, I think that's why the establishment has such disdain for guys like Trump, for guys like Tucker, for guys like Kanye, because they're so high up, they're so powerful, they're such cultural figures yeah. that you don't have the power to shift them yeah. to your will, you know? And then guys like Cuomo, that's why he gets fired because it's like, well, we're going to make an example of you. You don't shift to our will. You're going to be made an example of. We can't make an example of Kanye, Trump, and Tucker as much as we would like to, but we'll make. We're going to make an example of you. And before I play that the the clip from Tucker, something that I wanted to point out 
in regards to why they can't make an example of Tucker, because Tucker does have bosses. Like Trump, Trump doesn't have a boss. Kanye doesn't have a boss. Tucker does have bosses. He works for Fox News. But something crazy that's going on, and we've been covering it for a while, but it's something that I think is important to note, and, and it coincides with what we're talking about. Recently, the November ratings came out that showed <laughs> the, the the news ratings, right? Yeah. Fox News Network or the Fox News Company, they own, this is going to blow your fucking mind, 14 out of the top 15 shows in cable. 14 out of the top 15. The shift, the cultural shift is happening. If people don't realize it, it's happening. Honestly, if I was Chris Cuomo, I would reach out to Tucker. I would do an interview with him. And I would use this moment, take everything that happened to your brother, take everything that's going on at CNN, because another thing, the Daily Wire put out an article yes. today, and they said they said that they, they apparently, Jeff Zucker from CNN knew what Chris Cuomo was doing. Like, so, so Jeff Zucker is, is the head of CNN. Yeah. So apparently he knew. So if he knew, did this call come from from somewhere else or yeah. like or did the heat come or whatever i would use this as an opportunity chris Cuomo actually has an opportunity to like to be on to, some mafia shit and to remake himself yeah. to re- rebirth himself because one thing i will say is out of the people at, at cnn he was like the most likable one yeah yeah like he was the most likable because you like it's like I said, he you knew he was playing the role and it's like, bitch, like shut the fuck up. Be real. And and if you look at what Don are you aware of what Don Lemon is accused of? Uh yeah, didn't he grope some dude? Yeah, like, and then like stuck his hands down his pants and made yeah. the dude smell his fingers and he's yeah. like, Do you like pussy or dick? And like So nasty. <laughs> but but that shit is like a way worse accusation. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this dude is like running freely. But dude's gay is a blaze and that yeah, shit's accepted, it, it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but um but yeah, like Chris Cuomo, like if he's smart, he has an opportunity to to this like is... make some shit happen. He could do what Milo and Alex Jones didn't do yeah. when they didn't go on Joe this, Rogan. You're with a fucking Farrakhan. strategist. Like like all these motherfuckers gotta be listening to you because like when when uh, Alex Jones and uh Farrakhan Farrakhan, you and... had like the most revolutionary idea. That shit blew my fucking mind. I was like, damn. Like, like you, you sometimes you you you'll be on some like fucking like Nucky Thompson ass shit <laughs> because you have to like fuck these people. Yeah. Like imagine these people need to hire. As, uh, uh, but imagine as a, a, a Joe Rogan podcast with Farrakhan, Alex Jones, and Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. You know, like like the internet is broken. See, and the thing is, this is what these motherfuckers lack sometimes. Like these, like. Famous, famous people. It's like, well, well, people in the limelight. I don't want to say famous people because, like, you lack a vindictive nature. And 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 what I and what I mean by that is like, these motherfuckers don't care about you, no. obviously. So you have to come with like with like all the, the like demonic ass wrath to yeah. come back at these motherfuckers. And sometimes these people lack that shit. Yeah. It's like, no, listen. You want to play this game? That's fine. 
I was doing your dirt. Like, because, come on, Chris Cuomo was on some CNN shit. 100%. So, like, the fact that that be, would be such an ultimate betrayal to me, like, there's no other way this ends than with me destroying and obliterating everything you ever knew. Like, that to me, if I was Chris Cuomo, what you're saying, like, that, I would be, all right, uh, let's get the I'm lawyers, going, let's get all I'm this shit. I'm going on Tucker, yeah. fucking... That Kyle Rittenhouse interview ain't shit compared to what's about to pop off. Yeah. I'm going on Tucker. I'm going on the Daily Wire. I'm going on, on Louder with Crowder. Yeah. I'm talking. And then and then if you if you see you get enough buzz and enough support, you could even flip the script. Be like, you know what? Like I'm starting my own thing. And- exactly. Yeah, like use all that limelight, destroy CNN. So it's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yep. Like right there, boom. Use Fox, do your independent thing, and, and like Chris Cuomo has a pretty likable character. He's like a likable. That's what I'm person. saying. Like, there's opportunity. Yeah, here. start your little network. CNN's already uh, like not doing well. Well, yeah. let, let's go over the ratings. Let's oh. see. Uh, so, uh, like I said, um, they're they're the Fox News Company owns 15 out of the top 14 cable news shows. Here go the top 10. Tucker Carlson tonight averaging 3.6 million viewers. The five averaging, which is Fox also averaging 3.5 million viewers. Hannity, 3.2 million viewers. Special report with Brett Baer, 2.7 million. The Ingram Eagle, also Fox, 2.6. Fox News Primetime, 2.4 million. Outnumbered, also Fox, uh, 2 million. (laughs) Gutfeld, which is the late night, yeah. 1.9. At 9, you get Rachel Maddow with also 1.9 and America's Newsroom, which is also Fox, at 1.8. Those are the top 10. God dang. The shift has happened. Look at that. If I was if I was Chris Cuomo, I would look at that, look at what's going on. Yeah. I would call Tucker's people, be like, listen, I'd like to do an interview about what happened. Honestly, you don't even have to get that greasy. You could even go, like, what what will destroy CNN is if you go on Tucker and you say, the reason I decided to do this interview with you is because you're one of the only ones, the only journalists that will give me a fair shake. That right there will destroy CNN. That would send such a message to CNN. Yeah, I think about these things. And... He wouldn't be wrong for thinking that Tucker would give him a fair shake because from this clip that I'm about to play from Tucker Carlson, he's actually in a way defending Chris Cuomo. He's not he's not defending all his past indiscretions. Neither are we because we've talked about Chris Cuomo's indiscretions plenty of times. In fact, I want to say on Instagram, I've posted <laughs> videos of Chris Cuomo uh uh the Fredo one was uh, making making fun of Chris Cuomo and and uh referring to him as as <laughs> as Fredo and and this type of stuff. So actually let me play some of the the Chris Cuomo clips that I have from Instagram and then I'll play the the Tucker. <laughs> All right. You know it. He retweeted it because he liked the image of white resistance to this movement. And I'm not saying that was fair to you. But we know that's why he did it, because that's why he deleted it. I wanted you to well, speak I'm for yourself. I'm, I'm glad you're a mind reader, because no one else thinks you are. Oh. I can handle things. I'm smart. And like everybody says, I'm dumb. I'm smart. And I want respect. 
so so you had you had him saying some dumbass shit and you had fredo because you know he hates being called fredo yeah and fredo from the godfather and, and then here's a here's another one that i made tell me how a president in the middle of a pandemic has got time for this bullshit are you kidding me <laughs> all right now i'm gonna play the tucker so we've done our share of making fun of chris cuomo yeah. so we're not here being hypocrites but tucker echoes our sentiments cuomo was done and that's when for the first time ever and very unexpectedly we started to feel sorry for chris cuomo helping his brother is not the worst thing chris cuomo ever did in fact it may have been the best thing he ever did not because Andrew Cuomo was a good person. He certainly wasn't a good person. Andrew Cuomo was loathsome. But Andrew Cuomo was Chris Cuomo's brother. And that's what you do with brothers, even the loathsome ones. You help them when they need it. Period. It's called loyalty. At CNN, as at the rest of the media, this is an alien concept. Is there a single person at CNN or any other left-wing network who would risk his job to help his own brother? No. Above all these people are careerists, ruthless careerists. They would betray anyone to get ahead. If Jeff Zucker told this guy to denounce his own wife on television, do you think he'd hesitate before doing it? Well, of course he wouldn't, not for a second. So when we tell you that the media are corrupt, we don't just mean they're corrupt politically. It is much deeper than that. They don't acknowledge the most important rules in life. Your first obligation is to your family. Your first obligation is not to the state, it's not to a political party, it's not to Jeff Zucker or some creepy billionaires at the Atlantic Magazine, it's not even to your own career. Your most basic obligation is to the people you are related to. When they need your help, no matter who they are, even if they're the governor of a state, even if they're horrible people, you help them anyway, because it's your family. Chris Cuomo may be an idiot, and he is, but he understands that. What a thing to be fired for. Boom. So crazy how in the end, as Chris Cuomo meets his possibly career demise, the one that shows the mercy yeah. is like, it's sucker. It's kind of like, it's like right before like the, the sworn the, enemy. Yeah. After like a gun duel. It's like it's, some Western shit. Yeah, it's like you shook his hand type shit. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's some honorable shit. It goes to show though, like the people that you respect and why you respect them. Yeah, hundred percent. Be- because it like, shines through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you could talk a lot of shit and like and and, and uh Tucker Carlson always trends about oh dude racist, dudes this, dudes that, dude, he's horrible. He's a xenophobe. Why has he been fired yet? But a lot of that stuff is, uns- well, everything that's that, that's said about him is uh, unsubstantiated. And whenever you actually listen to what he's saying, as opposed to what he's accused of, it's always fact-based. Yeah. And it's always, like, honorable, like, it's always an honorable take, regardless of if you agree with it or not. How honorable does that get, like, what he said about Chris Cuomo? Yeah. Literally, talk shit like, yeah, you're garbage, but you deserved better. Yeah. for You didn't deserve what you got for what you did. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's real. Yeah, yeah. That's real. Fucking Tucker. Back at it again. Absolutely. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, so keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you're listening to us on Apple, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. And if you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You could donate an amount of your choosing. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.